Welcome to Access Nation, a podcast dedicated to the lift and access industry. Our mission is to keep you informed on the latest industry news and current events. And now, your host, Phil Dwayne. Access Nation, hey, we took a little break after Martin Ede and the sales strategist. Love Martin, love the idea that we have to raise rental rates, and that is great. Because the returns aren't there, fellas. It's not. We got to do things to show people that, hey, it's worth it to spend more money to be safer and more productive on the job site. I got it. But let's talk about the people that need to raise the rates, and that's the RER Top 100. Now, granted, this is printed by RER Magazine, and editor Michael Roth reports it. And I'm going to break it down differently for you than he does. He just goes 1 to 100. But I'm going to lump them in groups. So let me tell you, folks, hang in there. Stay tuned for the RER Top 100. Manually installing glass, granite, or other heavy flat surface material can be one of the most dangerous and inefficient jobs out there. Stop taking risks and let us solve your problem for you. Re-rent the Winlet machine from Shimp Wholesale. The Winlet is self-propelled easily navigates through narrow spaces and handles a wide variety of airtight materials, such as glass, granite, wood, and aluminum sheets. When your customer sees the increase in productivity, they will make you their first choice for rental needs. Call Shimp Wholesale today at 816-749-3343. RER Magazine Top 100 Michael Roth's credit for this, and this is something he puts out, and I'm late reporting. This came out in May, and hell, we're COVID, whatever, whatever. We're in a recession, folks. I got it. But let's talk about the RER Top 100 reported from 2019. Now, the total rental industry is going to register at about $28 billion. That's B billion. That's a lot of damn money, okay? And one, two, three, four... United Rentals, Sunbelt, Herc, which is Hertz, and Home Depot. Let me tell you something. I'm going to fall that in a different category like national accounts. Okay? And so let's just go to the national accounts category. So you got United, Sunbelt, Hertz, Home Depot, H&E, which is number seven in the RER Top 100, but it's number five to me in national accounts. And then you got Sun State, which is number nine to Mike and the RER group, but it's number six national accounts. Now, if you add up, okay, let me just give you the numbers of it. Rental revenue, not sales and all that stuff. I'm talking about rental revenue. 7.9 billion United, 5.4 billion Sunbelt. Hertz, 1.7 billion. Okay, it drops quick. Home Depot, one billion. Uh, H&E is seven sixty-six million, and Sun State six forty million. Okay, so you add all those up, you have seventeen point four billion. Okay, that would be sixty-two percent of rental revenue in our RER top one hundred. And I want you to think about that: sixty-two percent is national account related. And I'm looking at the list of them. Okay, and it's really cool because I can tell you United Rentals was built by buying independent rental companies back in the day. The guy named was Bradley Jacobs. 
he also started Waste Management. Now he owns XPO, right? So I understand how he did it. He did it through acquisitions. And Sunbelt, you know, they're from the other island, but they're doing the same sort of thing. They're they're in the process of making acquisitions today. In fact, if you own an independent rental company and you're wealthy and you're doing good, I bet you if you call United or Sunbelt, they'll buy you because they're into growth like that. And that's how they go. Hertz, probably not gonna, you're probably not gonna get bought out by Hertz, I'd guess. But then it brings to the mysterious Home Depot. Now, Home Depot, by far the biggest on the balance sheet, and it doesn't have to do with rental income, okay? But they see it as a growth opportunity. And if if you've done anything through the COVID crisis, I bet you used Amazon. And they probably bought something and shipped to your house. Well, that's a competitor to Home Depot. So if they want to grow their business, we either compete with the major, like the warehouse retail stores, or we get into rental equipment. I bet they pick rental equipment. And I'll get into that in a little bit towards the end. That's the national account version. Okay. Now I want to bake in the other major player in construction and the biggest player. It's called Yellow Paint. It's called Caterpillar. Right. So if you bake in all the cat dealers, and I will tell you that cat dealers are independently owned, and they will report what they want to report in rental. And we're Access Nation, and I'm not talking about skid steer loaders or loader backhoes or excavators. I'm not talking about the dirt shit. I'm talking about the aerial stuff. And But they also realized that, you know what, the rental game probably isn't great for dirt, but the access world is the best rental game. And I bet Cat's figured that out. So what they report, the RER Top 100, I just am skeptical of these numbers because I know a lot of these players, and they're probably much bigger than you think. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to come back to the list of Cat dealers. Hold tight. Now, when you talk about the RER Top 100, I'm breaking it down in categories that's different, like 1 to 100. I'm throwing it in segments. So number one by far is national accounts. Number two is Caterpillar. Now, Caterpillar learned a long time ago that the rental segment would probably be something you wanted to be in. And they told their dealers, you need to be in the cat rental store program. And they did. So they get into rental and they have to learn the access equipment side. Some of them did better than others, depending on who they hired. But let's just break it down. Number 14 on the RER Top 100, Battlefield. Number 15, Ring Power. Number 18, Warren Cat. 19, Holt. 25, Ohio Cat. 28, Cleveland Brothers. 29, Mustang. So Battlefield reports $218 million in rental revenue. Okay. If you take Caterpillar dealers, the cat rental stores, with the national accounts, you're at 70% of the total rental revenue for the RER Top 100. That's giant, okay? You're talking about $28 billion reported in the RER Top 100 for rental volume, and you're talking about 70% goes to Caterpillar or national accounts. And to me, that's very lopsided. You know, they get away with a lot because of the party rental or, you know, the Joe Mom and Pop, you know, maybe the Porta Potty rentals or whatever. And this is Access Nation. I'm talking about access equipment. Oh, by the way, 
Let's go back to United Rentals. You think their acquisitions were based off porta potty rentals? No way. They bought all the access equipment dealers because that was a major return on investment product. And that's been diluted a lot because it's been commoditized because Genie, JLG, Skyjack, they'll keep pumping the shit out because they make a lot of money. At the same time, we have a lot of supply and it caught up with the demand, so the rates went down. But at the same time, when you look at the RER Top 100, I'm going to tell you Access Nation, Booms, Telehandlers, Scissors, that is the rental game. The small tools and the other stuff, which I'll get into here briefly because I'm going to touch back on Home Depot and how they're going to enter this thing. But at the same time, Access Nation, I'm telling you, 70% of the market is controlled by National Council Caterpillar. And I'm going to get into the independence and maybe some things I think personally. Stay tuned. Now we're moving on to some of the fun discussion of the RER Top 100. And it's the IRCs, uh, the independent rental companies. And I, uh, you know, I've explained the categories, and there's a category to me that's IRC. And without hesitation, number eight, Ahern Rentals. He, uh, Ahern, Don Ahern, of course, $728 million with 94 locations. And he's really partnered with Snorkel, and he does some things with the telehandler, the Extreme, which is a great telehandler. The, the machine is, is designed and built for heavy rental applications, and he's done a great job. And he, he's unique because he's tied into some manufacturing as well as having 94 rental locations. So he's different than everybody across the board in the RER Top 100. Now, before I move on to the rest of the IRCs that I want to talk about, there, there's another category to me, and that's the crane houses. Because you can't overlook number five on the RER Top 100 Maxim Crane. Uh, they showed $950 million in rental revenue with 56 locations. Keep in mind, we're Access Nation. How much of that rental income is truly dedicated to access uh, equipment? I think it's probably leaning more towards cranes. But they learned a long time ago, um, if you go back to the old days, if you were a rental rep and you had access equipment and you were going to take on a new market, you drove around and you looked for cranes in the air. Because where there was cranes, they're going to need booms and telehandlers and scissors. And so the cranes kind of fit right in to the aerial world. And that's why, you know, John Grove, JLG, John L. Grove, um, when you talk about Grove Crane, I mean, it all works together. And Grove actually came up with their own man lift after, um, you know, John L. Grove had left Grove Crane. But at the same time, that was all kind of in the same family or same segment as far as rental goes. And you have in that crane, in the crane world, you have number 11, uh, all family contractors, and and they're a big crane house, but they do a ton in aerial inhalers. And then number 12, TNT. Now, that's the crane house. Now, I, was, I started the IRC thing with Ahern, but I'm going to pound through the list here. Uh, number 21, Kirby Smith. And they have some cranes. I think they're tied with Link Belt, and they're also big with uh, Komatsu. So they have some dirt to them, but they're 154 million and 12 locations. Uh, Cooper Equipment, and they're based out of Canada. They're number 24 with $147 million. 
And these are the big ones, some of the bigger ones. You get into the, some of the fun stuff, you talk about Skyworks. You talk about Franklin Equipment. You talk about Arts Equipment Rental. You know, that's number 34 at Skyworks with $111 million in rental and 17 locations. I tend to think those are like some of the old school rental companies that focused on aerial, you know, for the majority of their fleet. And when I said earlier in the podcast, you know, United Rentals came in and consolidated this industry and they focused on the aerial guys. Well, that would be like a Skyworks back in the day. And I do believe this is a second go around for Skyworks and maybe he sold before. I don't know the full history to even talk about it, but I think there's something like that. And in, in, from my experience as a, as a rep uh, in the aerial world, I had seen many um, independent guys get bought out that, that, you know, started up and then all of a sudden they get a phone call and then it's like, you know, like hitting the lottery at some point. No, of course they earned it. It wasn't free money. They built their company and then they sold it. But I watched that happen over the years from the time that I was a rep. Um, moving down the list, uh, the cool one to me, number 47, Acme Lift. You know, Acme Lift is a re-rental company, and that's what I focus on in my company that, that I started a couple years ago. And the idea is with a re-rental company, they're a real solution for an independent rental guy or even a national counter or anybody because when you don't have the fleet you need, you can sub-rent it from them and rent it to your customer, and there's a great niche for that. Um, it's tough to balance today because the rates and the way things are. I mean, they don't buy the equipment for less money than anybody else, but they get a smaller rental rate. Now, they don't have some of the overhead and costs that that you would have if you actually had a storefront and a store. But at the same time, you got to be very precise in, in how you run your fleet and when you turn and how you buy and how you do things. But at number 47, um, Acme hits the list. At there is $79 million. Another note with Acme um, this is kind of a cool thing. You know, they've recently uh, announced a, a deal with Hitachi, and they're primarily a dirt company, but they're going to try to enter the segment of getting their product exposure through the re-rents. And so Hitachi is now a big part of Acme. Going down through the list, uh, and I'm just hitting the, the bullets that I know these guys are, are specifically related to Access Nation. Number 49, Admar, 52, Able Equipment, 57, Star, and CBS, uh, Contractor Building Supply. And then you have High Reach and Lepo. You have Mid-Country, Illinois Truck and Equipment. Um, there's several on here. And keep in mind, I know some independents that don't report to this, and I know they'll be hitting the chart in the top 50 um, that I'm close to. So not everybody reports to this, but the ones that do, I think you have a, a pretty good idea of how they, uh, of where they sit as far as size compared to the industry. Now, I haven't done something that I, that I wish I would have done for everybody, but I wish I could total up the independent rental guys, uh, specifically that are access. There's a lot of people in the RER Top 100 that are power generation or maybe a specialty rental uh, machine that that doesn't really fall into my podcast or access nation. But at the same time, if I focused on what I know to be true with the aerial guys, I would love to total that number up to see where they fall as far as the total rental industry. And I think you'd be surprised. I, I mean, there's only 30% left if you take away CAT and the national accounts the way I posed it. But, you know, a staple to me, and of course I broker some equipment and I, you know, I re-rent myself. These independent guys, I, it's truly about a relationship. And that's how they start their company. 
And it's crazy to me because a guy can sell his company and he can sit out and wait his time and start again, and then he gets bought again. I've seen it happen a number of times. And that's the touch you get with the independent guys versus a bigger scale company. Um, it's like walking in a walking into a, a local, let's say, grocery store or meat market versus walking into a big box type place. And they're both they both have their needs and they're both doing well in the business. But there's something that says, you know, when I go get a, if I want to go get a steak on a special night, I'm going to go to the custom butcher guy. I'm not going to go to the big box store to get it. And I think you see that in, with some contractors and maybe they're willing to do some things that go outside maybe corporate boundaries to make a deal happen on a rental deal for a guy who's maybe getting started as a framer or a small steel erector. That's the IRCs from the RER Top 100. Stay tuned for my final thoughts. Thanks. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed belong solely to Access Nation and are not necessarily those of its affiliates, sponsors, or business partners. This podcast is not a substitute for an ANSI, CSA, or ISO compliant training by a certified professional. There's a few that I left out, and that's one of the things when I start talking about the RER Top 100 in your rental companies, I... I always like dealing with Hug and Hall, and I've had them on the podcast. I will tell you that I like Atlantic Lift Systems. I've dealt with Allen some. Uh, there's some emerging independents that are new. Superior Rents is one. Uh, Terrence up at U.S. Aerials and Equipment. There's several that um, are up and comers. Patriot Rentals in St. Louis. Um, you know, I've known those guys a long time. And so they don't hit the, they, they aren't in this, but they're in this, if you know what I mean. I mean, Hug and Hall hits the top of the board, but there's a few emerging ones in Atlantic Lift Systems. And so I feel bad that I, I, forget, I left them out and I wanted to mention them. Now, you look back over the charts and RER Magazine does a great job of showing you the growth in the industry and when they put this out. And it's exciting to see how the rental industry has grown and then you look at the advance of the products. I mean, machines do things today that we never dreamed they would do. And it all happened because of the money that it generated and the productivity. So we can now hire an engineer that could make it a little better than it was, you know, five years ago in, in applications and different things a machine will do. And it's just been great. I mean, I'm so grateful that I have been a part of this industry since 1996 and watched the growth that it's that it's taken on and it's been neat it's been a great career for me as you know i was a traveling rep for years and it goes back to the snorkel days when i was there and then all my time at jlg and the parts and then into the equipment sales and watching independents grow and then get bought out all the things i talked about it's been a great it's a it's a wonderful industry and then i decided that i'm not leaving it and i'm going to start my own company and when I started Wholesale Rerent, uh, Shemp Wholesale, Shemp named after my great-grandfather that owns the farm in Northeast Missouri, which I frequent a lot, and I love being out in the farm and in the outdoors. But it was exciting, and then I wanted to advertise in a magazine and, and get my name out there, and I realized that you know maybe a podcast would be a way that I could be a benefit to the industry and it's kind of scary because you put your name out there, you put everything out there when you put your voice on there, and it never goes away. You can you can go back to the first episode, and if you didn't see the fright in my voice, I was scared to death. And 
I'm grateful for Christy because she can make me sound good when I go um, um, and, and I do all those things, but she does a great job of that. And we try to be a good service to the industry. And if you're a listener and, and you've tuned into the podcast, man, I appreciate your support. And if you've done business with me, whether it be on the brokerage side or on the re-rent side, and, and I, I also rep some companies, I'm grateful for everybody that, that gives me those opportunities. And I just want to say thanks. And this is actually our one-year anniversary of Access Nation. I don't know how many we've done. We're in like second episode, but it's really been about a year since we first actually put together the first podcast. So if you've been along for that ride, I appreciate your support and I'm looking forward to great things to come. Thank you. Thank you.